Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. We try to make good investment decisions, and I think it's the 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 whole Wall Street and stock market's getting kind of confusing right now because every morning they're reporting on what the Fed's going to do, uh, what the Treasury's going to do, and how it's going to affect the market, and is it going to rally or is it going to crash, and and so it, it basically gets confusing, but I don't think it needs to be that confusing. I think that history is always a good set of what's going to happen, and, but you, you've got to understand what did happen, why it happened, and how it, was, how it affected you, and then you can determine how it's going to affect you in the future. And that's what I want to do here. I want to look back, I want to look at some numbers and kind of give you a little better understanding of what, why we are where we are and, and what in fact is going to happen in the coming months, in the coming years, and how you should position your assets for it. Um, so that's what I want to do. Uh, I want to look back, I want to look forward and make some decisions. And uh, I'm again, Kerry Grinkmeyer, host of Best of Us Investors. We have a tribe. Uh, we gather information for each other and share it. I'll be right back with you after I share with you that I'm not a financial advisor, particularly not yours. And although I am a retired financial advisor, I'll be right back with you. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Grinkmeyer. Okay, the issue is what assets are going to go up in value and what assets are going to go down in value based upon the current situation that we find ourselves in. Well, let's first of all understand the current situation that we find you in. And, and to do that, I want to share with you a look back at what has happened over the last 21 years to the assets that you may or may not be invested in. So I want to share this, this chart with you. Um, as you can see, what I've done is said, okay, if we had $100,000 and we had our choices of what to invest in in, in, uh, in 2020, what would have turned out best? Well, based on past history, the value of the dollar, your $100,000 in dollars would have turned into $61,885. If you bought a home in 2000 for $100,000, today it would be worth on national averages of $197,000. So you, you almost doubled your money. Then, if you had invested it in just the S&P 500 and not really done anything uh, to be creative, to look into the future, to pick hot stocks, things of that nature, your 100000 would have turned into 280000 almost a triple. If you put it in gold, your 100000 would have turned into 420000 a fourfold increase. And if you put it in Bitcoin, which didn't exist in 2020, but did appear in 2009 at the price of six cents a coin, you'd have $58 billion today. Okay, so that's kind of an overview of 
what happened over the last 21 years so that maybe you can get some view of what's going to happen over the next 21 years. Maybe there's some history here. But I think the important thing to understand is why this happened. And are those circumstances going to repeat themselves or are they going to be changed, which would thus change the outcome of the next 21 years? Well, the big change and the big driving factor was our money supply, that is the amount of dollars that you and I have to spend, increased from uh, $4.7 trillion to $20.7 trillion. That's a 4.38x increase. Think of it this way. Uh, we all had... Uh, so much money, the $100,000 uh, in, in 2020, and the government increased that by the, the, the amount of dollars available by four point, almost four times. That creates inflation. That increases inflation. But I would ask you, did the price of gas go up 4.3% or times in that period of time. No, it did not. Did did the price of milk, this food in your stores, quadruple in that time? No, it did not. It did not. So if it does the same thing, and it looks like it will, because Joe's asking for another $2 trillion this year, if it does increase, where is that money going to go? It's probably not going to increase the price of a steak, a pound of hamburger, or a chicken. So where's it going to go? The same place it went before. Not in cash. Because as they increase the amount of cash, let's say, over the next 21 years, another 4.4x, your dollar is going to become worth even less. Based on this, it'll probably become worth somewhere around $40,000 from the $100,000 it was worth in 2020. But if you buy a home, you're probably going to get another double. If you invest in the S&P 500, you'll probably get another triple. If you invest in companies that are going to outpace the S&P 500, which I would encourage you to do, and that's biotech, robotics, 3D printing, and EV, you'll probably exceed that 2.8 of the S&P. Gold? I don't know. I don't know. History says yes. So Kerry needs to consider buying some gold. And then there's Bitcoin. Currently at about $35,000 a share. I want you to read a book. Uh, it's a book I'm reading right now. It's called Bitcoin Hard Money You Can't Fuck With. Pretty straightforward title. Uh, I, I'm halfway through it. It has really opened my eyes. It has really caused me to think if the dollar is going to go down in value, something 
has to become a stable currency. I remember back in, I think it was about 1961, Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard. The gold standard had been part of our money uh, supply chain for years. It, it, it dated back, I think, to the British pound um, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And we went off and we started printing funny money. And all currencies, all, all, all coarse currencies eventually have a history where they self-destruct. So that being said, read the book, Bitcoin, the hard money you can't fuck with. And you come to your conclusion and then you make your decision knowing what's going to happen. It, we will have a repeat. The, the money supply between now and what would that be? 21 years, 2042, I'll guarantee you will go up another 4.4x. So we know the dollars are going to be valued. And, and if you've got it in a checking account or a, a savings account or under your mattress, Go get it today and move it somewhere else. That's just not a smart place to keep money. Uh, so that has to happen. Then you've got national debt. What is that? What the, the debt is that has increased at 1.4 from 20 trillion to 28 trillion is a combination of the money that we're printing and we're just putting out there to the banks and through the Federal Reserve and the debt we aren't that, that we're accumulating that we owe to people. Who do we owe it to? Well, most of you'd say, well, most of it's owned by China. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's us. You and I. You and I. Uh, we're 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 accumulating debt in in our social security. Um, they owe it to us, <laughs> but. It don't expect them to pay it back to you in gold, silver, or Bitcoin. If they do pay it back to you, they're going to pay it back to you with funny money. So that's almost a non-issue. Just put it to the side. There's nothing you can do about it. They're going to keep printing money, and they're going to keep printing funny money. But what you got to decide is where do you want your money? Where do you want it? Do you want it in a home? Do you want it in the S&P 500 or better stocks? Do you want it in gold or do you want it in Bitcoin? Those are your choices. I've just given you, and again, look at the chart, at the growth rates that you might expect based on past history. That's, that's where you're at. Uh, it's now your decision. Um, but I would suggest you don't start accumulating cash. Uh, as soon as you get it, find some else, someplace else to put it. Because again, every one of these other assets increased. Cash decreased. And it will continue to until we find a, a better way. And, uh, and, 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 you, and your government isn't going to find a better way for you. They're... They're pleased with the way things are going. And don't get too hung up on it. Because what, again, the, 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 the essence of this viewed video is you've got choices. You are not a victim unless you allow yourself to be a victim. And I would say the first 
the first the first question to determine whether you're a victim is the question do you read these books that i suggest you buy and read if you say the answer to that question is no no i don't i don't i don't i haven't read anything since i graduated from college or high school then you're a victim and you are a self-inflicted victim because you get all your information from the news and from YouTube. So somebody else is telling you how to think, what to buy, what to do, including me. But learn for yourself. I have a whole library. Go to my website, bestofusinvestors.com, and I have a library there. These are the things that I read to come to the conclusions that I make, and I make good investment decisions. So that's my take on this inflation uh, frenzy. Do I think there will be hyperinflation, where in essence our dollars become worth nothing, that uh, such as in Venezuela, in Germany, uh, back after World War uh, I, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think our federal government will let that happen because, again, hyperinflation is one in which your groceries and your gasoline become unaffordable. That has not happened. It hasn't happened in the last 20 years. You can still afford uh, hamburger and, and chicken and apples and oranges. Um it's when you can't, that's hyperinflation. That's when, when even your grocer can't afford the food. That won't happen because the money's going elsewhere. The, the money's going to homes, stocks, gold, and Bitcoin. And that's where you got to go. Okay, that's my lesson for the day. Uh, I'll talk to you again tomorrow. <music>